Hey, what's up, everyone? This is Ren with Dance With My Demons podcast. Are you looking to start a podcast? Then let Buzzsprout be the way. Today is a great day to start your own podcast. Whether you're looking for a new marketing channel, have a message you want to share with the world, or just think it would be fun to have your own talk show. Podcasting is an easy, inexpensive, and fun way to expand your reach online. Buzzsprout is hands down the easiest and best way to launch, promote, and track your podcast. Your show could be online and listed on all the major podcast platforms like Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, and many more, just within minutes of finishing your recording. Podcasting isn't hard when you have the right partners, and the team at Buzzsprout is passionate about helping you succeed. Join over 100,000 podcasters already using Buzzsprout to get their message out to the world. With Buzzsprout, you can create something great together. Follow the link in the show notes, which lets Buzzsprout know we sent you. Buzzsprout will send you a $20 Amazon gift card if you sign up for a paid plan, and it's sent after a second paid invoice, and it helps support our show as well. Buzzsprout, the best way to create a great and professional podcast. Later. Hey, what's up, everyone? This is Ren. We're Dancing My Demons podcast. Before I get started, I just want to put a few things out there. Um, I know people are still kind of waiting on part two and three of the RJ story, and they will be coming, but due to to, uh, scheduling conflicts, um, they'll be coming sometime down the road to complete the RJ trilogy, I guess you would say. Um, So look out for that in the near future. But this particular episode, episode eight, I've entitled The Lifeline to Depression. And I wanted to talk about depression specifically and how it plays into our lives, especially in these times that we live in with COVID-19 still running rampant. And we're still dealing with issues with the vaccines and still fear and anxiety about getting the vaccines, but just about depression as well and how it can affect us overall. You know, depression comes with so many different signs. You know, it can come with anxiety. It can come with uh, this feeling of loneliness, emptiness, um, especially if you're going through a COVID quarantine, isolation, I suppose, or even if you're not going through a COVID quarantine. Um, Dealing with depression, you tend to isolate yourself as well. Um, Sleeplessness, getting too much sleep, not enough sleep, uh, loss of appetite, you can have issues with your digestive system. Um, there's so many different symptoms um, that can come into play with dealing with depression. You can also, unfortunately, in some cases, uh, find yourself dealing with uh, issues with drug abuse or alcoholism or just alcohol abuse in general. So many different variations. And probably the most, I don't want to say the most important, but it is in this particular sense, um, the notion of suicide, um, obviously very scary and very real in today's society, um, with everything going on, you know, everything from COVID to everyday life, uh, kids dealing with mental illness, kids dealing with bullying, uh, social media bullying, um, domestic violence, 
there's so many different variations of issues going on in this world today that it can cause people to trigger into a depressive episode and to deal with depression. You know, it's very important to whether we are dealing with depression ourselves or just somebody who is with somebody who's dealing with depression. Or if you have a friend, a loved one, partner in life, whatever it may be, it's always important to be a lifeline to that person. And what I mean by that is to be somebody who's there for the other person, check up on that person, to make sure things are going okay. And sometimes you're gonna be in situations where that person that is dealing with depression is gonna you know, put on a, a pretty smile and it's not always going to let you know, or they're gonna keep it you know, to themselves internally and not speak about it at all, but still paint a picture of everything's okay. When you sense or you kind of know something is off, especially when somebody you're close to or somebody who, you know, who is a loved one, when things seem too perfect, but you kind of get a, a sense that something's just not right, that more than ever is probably the prime time to be checking in on that particular person. And they may not always, you know, be happy about it. They may reject it. They may push back, but continue to be that person to check in even to the point of, I guess, you know, being an annoyance. Because it's better to be that person to help somebody lift that person up than to just kind of, okay, just accept it and just kind of move on and just kind of not really pay too much more attention and have something fatal happen. So it's just stuff like that. I think with issues like that, we can live with regret if, if we don't do what we feel our gut is telling us to do is the right thing. Let's keep those things in mind as we're, you know, going through these times that we're living in. You know, there's still very, very crazy and unsettling kind of world out there. And during these times, you know, is probably when you'll see so much more anxiety, so much more depression. It's important to, for us as, as human beings in this world, to still care for others. And I don't know if we necessarily see that enough nowadays. It always feels like it's the flip side of the coin where there's so much negative or so much pushing away or just from our everyday, you know, language of how we talk or how we go about our business. It just seems like it's so easy to live in the negative than it is to push forward with the positive. And I'd really like to, to change that. I'd really like to be a component to this world to help bring more positivity and, and energy and lift things up. Because yes, are we living in some pretty uncertain and crazy times? Absolutely. But it doesn't mean we have to just go with the status quo and kind of just go along. We can make a difference individually. And by just by how we live our lives and how we approach our lives, how we speak in our lives, can make all the difference in the world. How we approach our, you know, our everyday lives, our attitudes and how we speak with one another and how we handle one another. It's, it's so important and critical that we kind of turn things around and make a, a change in our lives to make things much more positive. Because for all the negative that we're so quick to point out, there's always positive as well. You know, it's always the flip side of the coin. It's a balance of the two. So rather than be so quick to point out the negative, which we 
seemingly do so easily, how about we start, you know, taking a step, a foot forward of putting out positive energy, speaking to each other with real loving and caring sense of, you know, you're there for each other, you know, or supporting each other. If, if you know, there's no need to, to cut each other down or insult somebody or make preconceived judgments or criticisms about people that we may not even know, but we see them, whether it be on the street or in our workplace or, or on TV or whatever it may be, we're just so quick to cut things down. It's time to change that attitude. It's time to make things better. It's time to lift each other up. You know, depression is such a serious epidemic nowadays. It truly is. It's scary of the broad range of spectrum of depression that's going on from all ages, literally from little kids to grownups, like elderly. The whole spectrum is there's an epidemic of serious depression going on. And one of the things that can be helpful and that we need to kind of, you know, put into our, our lives is changing the behaviors of how we live our lives. And it's not easy because depression itself, it, it can be crippling. It can be debilitating. It can really, you know, drop you, you know, where you stand. It can really keep you from getting going. I know it. You know, I've seen it. I lived it to some extent. You isolate yourself. You kind of hold yourself up and you don't really want to deal with the world. And it, it can be, you know, really rough and really tough to deal with. But you also, at the same time, you have to kind of, whether with help or whether with yourself, you need to start putting in some positive changes into your life. And probably some of the biggest components to change can be exercise, um, proper sleep, um, eating properly, um, getting, you know, body massages, things that are going to, you know, trigger endorphins in our body, which are chemicals that literally we make ourselves that come out of our body that stimulate the energy, to stimulate the uplifting. Things that are going to produce energy or stimulate energy are things that we're going to have to start triggering triggering ourselves and taking responsibility for ourselves to be able to do that. You know, I myself, you know, being bipolar and taking medication, medication is just a small component to managing our lives. You can't just completely be dependent on medication as the sole solution to dealing with depression or anxiety or any type of mental health issue. You have to be be willing to put in a lifestyle change that's going to be, you know, a component to making things better and uplifting you and keeping that energy level up. Medication to an extent, I feel is just like it's a band-aid. It's masking, you know, the feeling of depression or the pain or whatever you are going through internally. It's it's subsiding. It's basically putting a band-aid on it. It's obviously not a cure. Um, you know, up to this point, there is no true cure for mental health issues or mental illness. Um, it's something that we have to manage at this point. But I've never been one to just solely believe in, you know, medication is the only way. I've struggled with it. I've fought it. You know, for the 12 years that I've been diagnosed bipolar, I've struggled with medication and still do. 
But the one thing I still stand by, medication is, it is necessary, but it's not the only aspect of managing my life and managing my illness and managing my energy levels. It's just a small portion. It's a, it's a part of the puzzle, but it's not the entire puzzle. It's how we live our lives. It's the things that we, we do in our lives. It's how we react. It's what we put into our minds, our emotional well-being, our mental health. It's what we put in, the energy we put in. What we put in ultimately is what's going to come out. So we have to start keeping that in mind when you know we're living our lives and we're seeing our loved ones maybe struggling, remembering to be there for them. Or if we're struggling ourselves, remembering to be there for ourselves and to allow people to be there for us as well. It's really, it's not as simple as, you know, a one person can fix everything kind of deal. You know, you truly do need help, whether with the things that you do, whether it be professionally through a psychiatrist or a psychologist, therapist, counselor, or family members, friends, um, religious, you know, members. Um, we all need something to help us get through these dark times. And we have to be willing and open to the idea of it. Because in order to get better or to, to be able to get ourselves out of these depressive moments, it, it's by... Re allowing people in, let, letting people in to help us. There's so much going on in this world and social media is probably, probably one of the scariest aspects of it for me because it's a positive in some ways, but it's a negative in so many other ways. It's detaching us from our lives, from our relationships, from the things that we do in our lives, but it's also inviting in dangers, hazards, allowing people to influence us with their messages and how they treat us and behaviors. And it could also be, you know, in these social medias, they could also be these little demons, these little whispers in our ear, influencing us to do things maybe that we're close to doing, but it may help push us over the edge in a not so positive way. There's so many different aspects of negative in this world, and we have to start taking responsibility and start taking action against it and to make our lives better individually as a whole. If you are somebody out there who is struggling with depression or maybe going through a, you know, an emotional or mental crisis or, or somebody you're seeing somebody going through that and realize that they just might need help more than you can can be for them, there's definitely so many outlets. If you're seeing somebody who's showing signs of possibly suicide or somebody going through something definitely pretty profound and pretty deep and kind of dark and scary, there are outlets for you. Besides the obvious of 911, which would be the immediate getting you help, you have the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline, 1-800-273-8255. This is a system that's 24-7, 365 days a year, always available to you for guidance and help. And you also have the Hope Line, which is 1-800-804-4673. Be mindful that these outlets, you do have to be a little patient when you're going through them. 
you do have to probably deal with, you know, type of phone system prior to getting help because it's what you speak about is going to lead you to the right person that's going to get you the proper help. So keep that in mind. You do have to have a little bit of patience and understanding with that, but you have those outlets there for you. So once again, the hope line is 1-800-804-4673. And that's another 24 hours a day, seven days a week, 365 day outlet system for you. And then you have the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline, which is 1-800-273-8255. Once again, this is another 24-7, seven days a week, 365-day outlet for you to reach if you are going through something pretty serious or pretty profound. So with that being said, please, to everybody, especially during these COVID times, remember, first and foremost, especially during these COVID times, Wear a mask. You're not only protecting yourself, but you're protecting the, the people that you love and the people that you come in contact with. Keep that in mind. The mask is not just for yourself. It's also protecting the people next to you. And also, if you do, you know, have somebody or maybe going through it yourself, remember, it helps to be that lifeline for somebody. And it also helps to allow people to be a lifeline to yourself if needed. So keep that in mind. So, dur so during these very difficult times that we're going through, remember, stay strong in mind, stay strong in heart, but most of all, don't let the demons get you down. Later. I hope you enjoyed this week's episode. I'll be back with an all new episode very soon. Until then, you can catch past episodes of Dance With My Demons podcast on anywhere you listen to your favorite podcast on. You can also catch me on Instagram at Dance With My Demons 69, on Facebook, Dance With My Demons Podcast, on X at DWMD Podcast 69. And also, if you or somebody you know is going through an emotional or mental crisis, 988 is the National Suicide Lifeline. Keep that in mind. We're all in this together and everybody needs each other's help. So until then, stay strong in mind, stay strong in heart, but most of all, don't let the demons get you down. Later.